Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Heidi St. John podcast. Today is Monday, April 27th. This is episode 916. It's Mailbox Monday here at the podcast. One of my favorite things to do is to go through my inbox and answer your questions. Today, I have a special guest on the show with me, and she's going to help me answer the question from a listener who really is struggling with how to help her daughter deal with her emotions during a crisis. You guys are going to love this. It's really going to encourage you. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. for tuning in today, everybody. Thank you so much, you guys, for leading uh, the way in awesomeness as far as podcast listeners go. I so appreciate it when you guys uh, head over to iTunes and leave reviews for the podcast. Uh, It's encouraging to us. We read every single one of them, and they really help us spread the love here at the Heidi St. John Podcast. So thank you so much for doing that. Um, We are coping over here. Like I actually, you guys know me. I don't like to beat around the bush. I'm not really into pretenses and I'm having a rotten time. (laughs) Just having a rotten time. Like I'm starting, you know, that I'm going to write my own like no good, very bad day book. And I've really been, you know, I'm right in the middle of writing a, a book also. And that has had its own challenges because I'm sort of focused on suffering and what's going on in our, our lives collectively as a nation right now and trying not to have the book be all about that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, appreciate your prayers for us. Thank you so much. Uh, several of you have sent in donations and that has been very, very helpful, especially right now since I'm not on the road. So I thank you for that. Speaking of being on the road. I'm looking forward to getting back. Anybody else? Anybody? Anybody? I'm really thankful because some of the conferences that uh, I had been scheduled to speak at in May and June have rescheduled. So FPEA for Florida. Uh, I just got added to the speaker lineup for CHAP in Pennsylvania and for Teach Them Diligently in Mobile and Columbus. Those guys are uh, rescheduling and are expecting to hold their conventions, and they've had to adjust the dates to meet state requirements for large gatherings, but they're pushing through. So I'm really proud of them. Good for those guys. Uh, I know there are others who haven't been able to do that, and we're going to see them back next year, but it's good to feel the anticipation of getting together again in the air. It's definitely happening. So my speaking page has been updated with the new event uh, dates and locations. You guys can hop over there and see if I'm going to be in your neck of the woods anytime soon. And that is HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. Right now, FPEA has been rescheduled to June 18th through 20th in Orlando, Florida. And it looks like my July is jam-packed every weekend, almost in July, I will be speaking. So hopefully, Lord willing, the nation's going to open up and we can get moving again. I don't know about you guys, but I am ready. I'm absolutely ready. Also, if you would like your question answered here at Mailbox Monday, the way to do that is to go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash 
Mailbox Monday. And you can do that anytime. And like I said, always please short and sweet and to the point. And we have a staff that looks those over and we love to answer your questions. So uh, feel free to do that. Well, I have been really uh, pouring over your questions. You know, I love to hear from you guys. I love to hear what God's doing in your heart. And I also love that I happen to know some really smart people (laughs) who are good at helping me answer questions. And since the COVID-19 thing has happened, I've had a lot more access to people that I normally would not have instant access to. You guys heard me with uh, my friend, Mike Ferris on the podcast, which by the way, if you haven't seen his rebuttal to the horrible article that Harvard University put out on homeschooling and how it's horrible for children and how it should be regulated to death or banned. You really need to. In fact, I'll link back to it in the show notes today. Fantastic. And today, my friend Trisha Goyer is back on the show with me. And uh, Trisha is Trisha's like some sort of um, savant, I think, when it comes to writing. That woman cranks out more books than um, I could probably ever hope to do in my lifetime in the month of May. And she has recently come up with a really awesome way to help children deal with their emotions. She's created a journal and it's super awesome. And she showed it to me uh, about two weeks ago and I love it. It's so precious and it helps to answer the questions that I've been getting recently on how we can help our children process through their emotions. And so I've called Trisha to see she should come on the show with me today and talk about it with me. Trisha, my friend, thanks for spending some of your quarantine time on the phone with me. Oh, absolutely. Heidi, you are my favorite people to listen to and to talk to. So I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Hey, are you enjoying uh, listening to Phil Hopper talk about Revelation? Yes. I texted it's you today. Awesome. I'm like, well, it's so funny because in our community Bible study, we are studying Revelation with the girls. Uh-huh. So my teen girls and I have been, I mean, since I think November when we started and we are like watching the news and we're going, oh my word, this is, yeah, it's just amazing. Well, what a time to be alive. I mean, really what, I mean, we're watching uh, prophecy uh, come to life right in front of us and it's very, very cool. And Phil is a really, really gifted uh, communicator. And I don't know if you, if you get a chance, I've been trying to get my listeners to go to his series on Vimeo called The Well. Okay. It's like 14 videos. It's going to take you a while to get through them. I think they're like an hour long, but oh my goodness, Trisha, it will, it'll blow your mind. I mean, the, the man, my grandmother was a Bible teacher and her focus was the book of Revelation. So I grew up learning all about the second coming and um, Phil is probably the best person I've ever heard teach on it. So you got to check it out. Okay, I will. I loved it. Yeah, I texted you when I was making breakfast. I'm like, thank you, Heidi, for talking about this. We're not the only ones. We're not the only ones around our table that are talking about this. (laughs) Well, this is the time, boy. I'll tell you what. And you and I, we were just talking about how lousy the month of April has been for me. I told you I've spent so much of it just kind of in tears. I feel like as a nation, we're grieving right now. Mm -hmm. Like we're working our way through the stages of grief and also of just you know, disappointment. Like I just, for me, when this thing whole started, I did, I was in denial. I'm like, there's no way this will, no, they are no, 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 no. This is not happening. And then it did happen. And then they scared us to death with, you know, putting, they said they were putting refrigerated cars outside of hospitals because the bodies are going to be stacking up, which never happened. Right. And then they shut down the economy and now we got people out of work and it's, it's rough. I missed, um, 
my daughter, uh, Savannah, had her little uh, girl, Juniper, the other and night. And she's who, so cute. Is she not the cutest thing oh, you've ever seen my, in your whole I saw life? that. I'm like, oh, my word. She's adorable. <laughs> she's so, 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 so cute. Well, I took the whole month of April off so that I could be with her. I mean, for the whole, mm. the whole goal was to be there when Juniper was born. And, and, uh, I've been there for all the births of her babies. And I'm telling you what, I bawled my head off, like to have to miss that. I mean, praise the Lord, her husband got to go, right? There was a moment when we were like, they're not going to let him go. Oh my goodness. Um, and he yeah. got to go, which, you know, thank God for that. But I, I'm never going to get that chance again. You know, I missed it. And, uh, it just, it broke my heart. I've had a chance to see Junie since then. And oh my goodness, she is a peanut. You just want to eat her up. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. My grandbaby. So my daughter is a missionary in the Czech Republic and her and the one-year-old and then uh, some other family members were coming on Easter and they were going to spend five weeks with us. And now all the flights (sighs) are shut down. Uh... And I'm telling you Easter, I mean, you know, we're, we were celebrating as m- well as we could, but I, you know, all day I kept thinking she's supposed to be here with us and yeah. the video calls, you know, they're, I mean, they're on the other side of the world and we video call every single day. She wakes up from yeah. her nap and wants to talk to Nana, but still mm-hmm. it's not the same. They were going to be with us for five weeks. So I know no, it's, it's like the screaming is grieving. Yeah. It's not the same. And I, there's somebody who I'm sure meant very, very well, you know, and she was trying to help me, you know, process through, you know, just not being there. Um, when Savannah went into labor, cause she called me and was explaining how she was feeling. I was like, girlfriend, that's it. Like you should go right. like, that's, this is, this is the deal, you know? And it just hit me so hard. And my, my friend trying to be, you know, she's trying to be gracious. And uh, by the way, we've worked it out. So if she's listening to this, nobody's feelings are getting hurt right now, which is why I'm trying <laughs> to story. Um, but she said, you know, Heidi, you're going to have lots of, lots of grandkids. Mm-hmm. It's okay. And I was like, shut up. Right. <laughs> like, That's not this, helping. This, this isn't about like all the future grandbabies. This is about this one. And I'm never going to get a chance to do this again. Mm-hmm. And I think it's okay to let people grieve. I know yeah. just to say you're right. Like that's really, really lame. And, uh, and the fear, like there's so much fear associated right now with the suffering and it's just this weird nebulous unknown. And if, as we as adults are having a hard time, our kids are struggling for sure because they're watching the grown-ups struggling. Right. Yeah. Uh, and this is something you've really been noticing. Oh, the kids and just the Facebook messages, just people out there that are up and down with their emotions and then their kids are acting out and the kids are trying to, you know, some kids are doing distance learning for the first time. I mean, everyone is upset mm-hmm. and angry with each other and the kids are having meltdowns or clingy. Some of my friends say, my kids yeah. won't leave me alone. And all these yeah. emotions, kids don't know how to process it. We have a hard enough time as adults no. processing these things and, you know, dealing with kids. We've adopted seven kids from trauma backgrounds. You never know what little things are going to trigger those emotions. It could be a commercial Mm -hmm. that reminds them that, oh, they were supposed to go to a friend's birthday party or who knows what is triggering those things. But um, just know that just like we're up and down, the kids are up and down. And I think when we could help ourselves, you know, just take the time to go through our emotions and not, not try to 
ignore them. That does not help. Like it wouldn't have helped if yeah. you're like, oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not upset right now, but really we need to take time to cry and grieve. And I love my journal. I'll like write out my prayers to God, like help me, you know, give me peace. I'm so thankful that you, you know, my daughter's safe and my grandbaby's safe and I'll, I'll try to process it through writing. And then once I'm able to do that, then I'm able to help my kids. I think we first need to take care of ourselves and then we can help our kids process their emotion, but just understand like, I think so many times we try to discipline them too quickly. We yeah. try to tell them, don't worry about it. Calm down. Don't stress. And really, we just need to say, tell me about it. What do you worry about? What do you miss? Talk with these things. And then again, even if we could help them write it down, if, whether we're writing it down for them or they can write it down in any form, it helps them get it out of their emotional brain into their thinking brain. So, you know, when our emotional brain is peaked, we aren't thinking. So we aren't thinking, oh, you know, it's okay. Everyone's going to be fine. We are just emotions. The emotions are there. And yeah. when we get, when we're able to write stuff down, talk about it, process it, um, then we're able to get it to our thinking brain and we're able to kind of get control of those emotions and it helps everybody. And then when I'm in a bad mood, my kids just follow along. So everyone right. can be helped. Well, they sort of soak it in. I mean, when we're, when we're really having a hard time, uh, they're having a hard time. Yes. You know, like if we can't, if we can't do it, um, they're going to have a really hard time doing right. it. And I love that you have said, Hey, uh, we're going to try to figure out a way that we can listen to our kids and really bless them. And part of the way that you're doing that is by uh, helping them write. And you came up with this really, really cute journal. So what's it? it's been a few weeks. You texted me and you asked me what Sailor's favorite animal was, yeah. my daughter, Sailor. <laughs> so, and I yeah. said, uh, a narwhal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you put it on the cover of one of your journals. So you've created journals to help these kids process their emotions, talk about what, talk about what they're going through and how they're feeling. And I think honestly, we're going to look back and they're going to be precious to the kids. Yeah. Um, but tell me about it a little bit because I want my listeners, there's a bazillion people listening to this today who've got young children that would really benefit from this right now. Yes. Well, first of all, Heidi, I will send you a link that you put in the show notes for a free printable 40 page one. So anyone like if anyone can download it and use it for their kids. I also have them on available on amazon.com. I mean, I spent like the weekend a couple of weeks ago, I was texting my friends, what's your kid's favorite animal? And I just made these covers and just, you know, put these journals <laughs> together for kids. And it's fun because, you know, all the, all the journals. So we have Sailor Narwhal. <laughs> That's going to be the <laughs> journal. And I cannot wait till she gets in the mail. You have to tell me when she gets it in. Um, but what it is, is so basically it just says, you know, everyone's staying home. You know, we love home, but this is a weird time for us just acknowledging that. And so it just has a date for them to um, write the date. Um, write what's going on during that day and then write what they're thinking or feeling. And you can even go back, you know, you can start with today or you can go back to when this started, you know, three weeks ago or four weeks ago and go through your Facebook messages or um, Instagram posts and you could kind of even process some of the things that are already happening. So first of all, again, you're getting it from their emotional brain to their thinking brain. And so when, when those thoughts are in our emotional brain, it's like the fight and flight, the warning, warning, warning. And so they're just on edge. And if you could get those things from that emotional brain to the thinking brain, they could see it on paper, then your brain says, okay, we, we talked about that. We dealt with that. We don't have to worry about that or we don't have to think about that. And it really helps kids process. So first of all, we're helping them process. Second, we are capturing these memories because someday this is going to be like firsthand you know, documents that 
people can yeah. look back. This is the fourth grade journal of someone who lived through this time in Washington yep. or in Arkansas. Like these are going to be historical documents that we're going to be able to look back on what happened during this time in history. And then plus the kids will have that as a keepsake for them. They'll be able to, my mom sat down and wrote this with me. And it's that bonding time that you're coming together. So it's just a multiple ways you could do it with any notebook. I just had a blast making the fun pictures on the front and my kids all wanted different animals too. So, um, but really so cute. It's really, really cute. Yeah. Just taking the time to process with them in five minutes a day. It's amazing how much that will just help kids. So if you're just talking to your kids, like I was actually thinking some of the moms and uh, parents who are listening to this have kids that aren't old enough to like really write in a journal, but Mm -hmm, you can mm -hmm. ask them how they're feeling and then you could write what they say. I mean, you can definitely write for them. And I think it really, and it also gives us an opportunity to help turn the eyes of our children back to Jesus, like just back to the Lord right now. And you can Uh, write prayers in there or scripture verses. And I I did it so there's not lines. So they can draw the picture and you could just write a sentence to go with it. Oh, it it's mostly that. open. And then in the back, there's about 10 blank pages. Well, it's all blue sky. It's all a pretty color. They're all color pages. But in the back um, are blank pages where they can just draw. You can just have a little art area. And I really thought through like what I want for my kids, what helps my kids. So this is really coming from someone who's had kids that have gone through a different type of trauma, but what has helped us and just really hoping parents will take that time um, to write down for their kids or help their kids, you know, process all that's happening right now. Yeah. And I think if we, the worst thing we can do is shove it under the carpet and pretend like it's not happening. That's the worst thing we can do. Uh, The best thing we can do is teach our kids how to handle their emotions Mm because this isn't going to be the first time this will happen. I mean, hopefully it was last time the COVID-19 thing is going to happen, but we all, we're, we all struggle with things in our lives and uh, just giving these kids a safe space to say it's all right. And also, um, I don't know about you, Tricia, but I mean, I get, I mean, I have, but you know, a bazillion people that follow me on social media and lately I've been getting, everybody is sending me stuff. Heidi, have you seen this video? Heidi, look at this YouTube mm-hmm. thing. Heidi, look at this. Heidi, look at that. And so I started watching and I like fell down this rabbit hole of like depression and anxiety because really there's nothing we can do. <laughs> you know, right. I mean, yes. I mean, let's keep our eyes open. Absolutely. I'm not saying we should all be like sheep and just be like, Hey, let's get, you know, the Gates vaccine. Like that'll be one thing that I will not be doing. Right. Right. But let's keep our eyes on Jesus because if we don't keep our eyes on Jesus as grownups, boy, our kids are going to have a hard time doing it. Oh, absolutely. And you know, those, I mean, I was getting so stressed and my husband needed to go get groceries. I'm like, no, you can't go. And he looks at me and he goes, really? And I'm like, you know what? Yes. I mean, and my my (laughs) husband, John's like, God knows every one of our days. He says, if something happened to me and if I happened to die, it wouldn't be because of COVID-19 or it wouldn't even be of whatever. It's because that's how many days God said I had. And yeah. I'm like, okay. And so like at the beginning when I was watching all the reports and all the updates and I'm like, oh, I could feel myself that fear building. And I'm like, yeah. oh, wait, you know what? God is in control and he, he knows our days. He has a plan. He knows that hopefully these things will turn men and women's hearts to him. I mean, that is what the ultimate goal is. And if we are, if we're going to get out of control, upset, worried, we're not going to be able to point people to God. Um, and yeah. so I think when we get our attitudes right, our hearts right, our eyes fixed in him, then we can say, you know what? Yes, it's hard. 
but look what God is going to do and look what he's already doing and look at the peace he can bring even during this time. Yeah. I was uh, working on a, uh, doing a live video with the women over at Mom Strong International. And we were talking about the, the provision of God mm-hmm. and where, you know, wh- how can we know that we know that we know that God's going to take care of us? Well, we know because it says in his word over and over and over again, that he is our hiding place. I love that he says he's our hiding place. I love that he says that the children of God, it's God's heart that he will always provide and he will give us more than enough, right? That's like, I think out of Psalm 37, when it says that the righteous won't be disgraced in hard times, even in famine or COVID-19, they will have more than enough. And I got to thinking, you know, here we are at, you know, cruising along the pandemic highway and it's really easy to take our eyes off Jesus And like Peter, you know, when we do that, we can feel ourselves, right, sinking into the waves. Right. And it's, uh, and we sink into those waves really quickly. So it's kind of an amazing opportunity that God has given us. And I want to just encourage our listeners to do the same thing. Well, Tricia, where can they get your, uh, where can they get your book? Okay. So I will send you the link to get the free download. And then just on amazon.com, if they look at Stay Home Journal and then Tricia Goyer, all of them should pop up there. There's all kinds of animals. Awesome. Well, you are awesome. And I thank you so much for coming on the show with me today. And uh, for everybody who's listening, I'll link back to this in the show notes today. Thank you, Trish. I love you, my friend. Thank you, Heidi. You're welcome. For more information on the journal for your kids, head on over to the show notes and uh, I will have it all there for you. And you guys have a fantastic day and I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.